Hello, dear friends. We are sincerely glad to greet you again. And today we are going to talk to the esteemed Igor Mikhailovich Danilov. Greetings. Igor Mikhailovich, life in the consumerist format of society is actually survival for a human, survival in some kind of a defective, deformed world. Because wherever you look, in all areas of human life and human activity, everywhere there is a huge number of problems. On top of it all, we live in a time of an unprecedented concentration of all kinds of crises, from the economic to the climate one, and people simply don't even have time to adapt to all these rapidly changing circumstances. But in addition, the worst thing is that these crises are also affecting a human himself. A norm is imposed on us in which aggression, disunity, indifference and stupidity proliferate where some people fight among each other for cabins on the sinking ship, while on other people a game is imposed where they are assigned the role of, in fact, animals who are cornered and fight for a piece of bread, for a piece of food with each other. You know, in this whole world, the only thing that gives joy is that there are still some healthy cells in this organism called humanity, which is ill with consumerism. These are those wonderful people who call things by their proper names. They call black, black, and white, white. These are the people who are not silent, the people who share their common sense and who at least form a sort of collective immunity against this fatal contagion. These are the people who understand that our strength is in unity, that our survival is in building the creative society, and they are doing their best in this direction. However, we must honestly admit that there are also many people in this world who choose a different strategy, a passive strategy, a strategy of merely watching and hoping, either hoping for someone or hoping for some miracle, that everything would go back to normal, that the situation would somehow miraculously stabilize after all this used to happen in life. So the following question arises, where did such confidence and such hope come from? that in times of stormy changes and crises we should do nothing but hope, hope that things will be good like before. The question is, was it really good before, and will it become good? Well, the answer to this question is simple, I'll put it this way. Will it be good? It was good, friends. But whether it will be good, it certainly depends on you and us. Yet. Why do we have such a mindset that we shift responsibility onto someone else? You know, we could surely discuss this topic for a long time, but let's try, in the format of our conversation, to do it quickly, specifically and substantively. Basically, friends, for hundreds of years, even for thousands of years, we were being turned into weak-willed slaves, and they have succeeded. Those who actually wanted to make society silent without one's own opinion and without such an impulse for life, so to say. Yes, we want to live. Yes, we have this impulse. But it is not expressed in anything but a desire in our heads and chatter in the kitchen at most. Isn't that true? For how many years was humanity being programmed that someone should decide for them? Anyone who dared to speak from their own self, from their own human desire, 
with their own understanding of this world, ended up very badly as a warning to others. And we have developed such a reflex, you know, that you are nobody, you are nothing, you should sit and trust in someone. So, we have what we have. Now we are a weak-willed herd, hoping that someone will come and do something. And we've come to that dead end of the triumph of our consumerist format, when someone might be happy to come and do something out of those to whom we have delegated power, whom we've appointed as kings over us. They might want to change the current situation for the better, while many of them don't even realize, unfortunately, how serious the situation is now. But that is for now. They will understand soon. However, they won't be able to do anything, unfortunately. And that is the truth. Meanwhile, as we've been taught and brought up, we are sitting and bleating like sheep, waiting for a shepherd to come and take us to a new good pasture. There are no good pastures anymore. In general, friends, I want to say that no matter how regrettable this is, we shouldn't hope now that things will get better and we will live as we used to. Everything is over. We will no longer live like we used to. We will not go back to the peaceful world we had just a year ago, in the literal sense of the word. Yes, a year ago it was still bearable, a year ago it was still good. But this year, 2022, from the birth of Christ, has changed a lot of things. We mentioned this ten years ago, that the year 2022 would come, and you would see it all. It came, and a lot of people began to see clearly. Yes, I agree. People began to understand that something is wrong with the world, that for decades they had been deceived. The theory of the anthropogenic factor was imposed on them, that sort of, now we would join efforts a little bit, shut down a few factories, stop using, let's say, cars that emit a lot of carbon dioxide, or do something else, and everything would improve. But it hasn't improved. And now a realization comes for many people that green energy has done much more harm to the environment than hydrocarbons usually do. This is true and that there is nothing to hope for, and worst of all, no one to hope for. But out of habit, we are sitting and waiting for someone to do something for us. You know, it is truly a utopian world. There, you are right. And you are right here in saying that we are all on the same sinking ship. But the trouble is that we have no other ship. We have to save our ship. Yes, to patch the holes. Yes, all together. You know, not just the crew, but all the inhabitants of this ship have to join efforts. And it depends on us whether we will be able to survive or not. One can only dream of returning to the previous good life. It's not going to happen. Now crises will worsen, not only in geopolitics, but also in economics. This will entail the downfall of very many people who have been quite successful up to now.
not to mention those who have not been successful. There will be a lot of problems, but we are actually humanity. It is hard alone, but together we'll be able to do it. It is up to each of us to decide what we will choose. Are we going to remain programmed slaves in this consumerist format? After all, our ship is not even sailing anymore. You can see how the speed of the economy and of human relations has stalled. Even tritely, let's say, that very geopolitics, what has it turned into now? That can be fixed. Yes, and politicians, they are not suicidal. Every one of us thinks that they can fix it, and everything will fall into place. Yet I have a question for you, why do wars emerge? Clearly you have the answer. Someone benefits from that. This is the right answer. Someone benefits from that. But nowadays, in our time, they continue to incite hatred against each other and to fight. At the time when the world is collapsing, you know, this really reminds me of a sinking ship where people are fighting on the deck. They failed to share something. Someone liked someone else's cabin or something else. Or somebody said something to somebody else. That's ridiculous, isn't it? And the entire crowd is standing around, watching those men fight. At the time when the ship is sinking, tell me, is that normal? Can you call this society sane? A simple question. The ship is sinking while everyone is standing around watching those men fight. And this is the most important thing for us right now. Who will win? Friends of mine, we must win. All of us. And that's the hardest part, I'll tell you. You know, Igor Mikhailovich, you said how important not only the crew, but every person is of course. for saving the ship. I recall when there were investigations regarding sinking ships, or when there were investigations regarding wrecked airliners, airplanes, an important problem was revealed. This problem is called captainism. When crew members knew perfectly well how actually to avoid the threat, the fall and the crash… What to do, but waited for an yes, order. Yes, but they relied on the captain, who was incompetent at that moment. Therefore, we understand what kind of responsibility everyone has in such a turbulent time. After all, in times of uncertainty, people look at each other, in fact. But how to react to such situations? Do you know what the most interesting thing is? That now, in the times of uncertainty, and we are really in the times of uncertainty, my friends, we are in the crossroads period. We are only approaching that stone in order to decide where we should go. So, the most unpleasant thing at this time is that each of us knows where we should go. Each of us knows what we should do. But we are like sheep. We rely on our captain, shepherd, to give us an order. Isn't that true? Each of us can do much more. Each of us is capable of a lot, but we are waiting for someone else to do that. Yes, those, let's say, intelligent, wonderful people who have managed to find themselves in this jungle of the world, they are doing everything right now in order 
to wake up the rest. After all, let's dig deeper. Since 1996, more and more people have been involved in studying that very climate. So many scientists have been involved in this and are still involved now. And how many of those who wanted to tell the truth came out and started speaking up? Our friends, those scientists who worked with us, how many of them were killed? And who killed them? A simple question. It was actually those who lied to us and programmed us so that others would not even dare to open their mouths while they are stealing our money, hiding behind some mythical climate change caused by the anthropogenic factor that supposedly carbon dioxide had destroyed everything here. After all, smart people realized even back then that those are lies and that it's not a minor cycle that takes place almost every millennium, that the temperature rises, then falls, then there is cold, sort of little swings that our planet undergoes. Well, this is really a serious problem, the one that we were warned about millennia ago. And we are entering this cycle. In fact, we are not entering it, but we have already entered it. It's already the year 2022, and it has shown itself. We warned people, God knows when. It's true, we didn't reveal everything. There was a brief report, but we said, people, pay attention, because the amount of neutrinos coming out of the ground has increased. It has increased very significantly. Well, this indicates that there, inside our planet, Global changes have happened, which cause a dysfunction of the core. And there begins what we have already come to now. Back then we were talking about this, and we were laughed at. You know, smart couch critics and absolutely inept scientists with big names, who are just like them, told us, show us how you measured neutrinos. With what? Because in order to catch those neutrinos, nowadays there are powerful installations, huge ones, so everything is not that easy for them, but not for us. Those people who worked with us for many years are much smarter than these couch critics and pseudoscientists who are very popular in the world. And we did have such a capability. We had, shall we say, compact detectors, making it possible to detect those very neutrinos quantitatively and qualitatively. One of our good friends spoke up that it was true, and he's no longer with us because he opened his mouth and wanted to tell, to scientifically substantiate, to refute that criticism, by those opportunists, grand-eaters and liars from science, and he paid for it with his life. Meanwhile, he was one of the inventors of this very portable neutrino detector, and he was one of those who walked many miles carrying it. And the fact, the scientific fact was established that neutrinos in huge quantities began to emit 
from our planet. This is really the fact. And now it has been already confirmed by other scientists too. This has been public information in recent years. You see how the world is changing. In a little while, everyone will forget about their false, shall we say, theories of covering up a huge theft. There is no other way to put it. I mean those theories that refer to the fact that climate doesn't change, that it's a minor cycle, and those saying that it's an anthropogenic factor. After all, we don't deny that we, as humanity, have killed our planet, but in the environmental aspect, we, yes, we humans, have destroyed the environment. We have destroyed our planet's immunity. Meanwhile, we are entering a 24,000-year cycle. And here is where the biggest problem for all of humanity is, because it's impossible to go through it with this kind of immunity of our planet. And this is where each of us, I'm saying it again, friends, each of us must become a doctor for our planet, and we must save it. But the question is no longer about the environment, but about serious, fundamental solutions of new physics, the physics that we still know practically nothing about. But again, we are proceeding not from scratch, but from serious and long-standing work experience of our friends and other smart people of our planet who work in this field but in closed engineering design bureaus. They work for their governments, inventing weapons using which their rulers want to kill us, ordinary people, in order to stay in power, to earn more money, or simply because they are going mad. There is no other way to put it. But there is no need for those weapons anymore. The climate Cerberus has shown its temper this year. It has shown its teeth and its insatiable appetite. I think even the stupidest and dumbest people are already getting the idea that we are on the brink of a major catastrophe of global significance. And something really needs to be done here but something that will save us. To simply sit back and trust in someone means to sign a death sentence to oneself and all of us. That's the point. We, humans, have been destroying our planet for many years. We have been cutting down forests, we have been polluting the ocean, we have been extracting billions of tons of fossils, We've been destroying our planet, we've been disturbing the balance, we've been disturbing the load on the plate, we've been disturbing the windrows. We have been heating our planet where we shouldn't. We, in the same way as parasites in a human body, kill it. So we, as parasites on the body of our planet, have literally killed it. Isn't that true? 
So now we have faced the reality when each of us has to become a doctor, otherwise we will become those who will simply cease to exist on this planet. This is no longer a joke. That's where everyone bears responsibility. And to shift it onto someone else, to wait for someone to come and save the world, someone whom we trusted to rule over us, someone whom we believe, someone we hope for. Why do we do this? I'll repeat, friends, because for thousands of years we were being turned into weak-willed sheep who serve their ruler. Rulers change, ideology and ideas change, while we remain sheep. It is time, friends, to take off sheepskins and become humans. The time has come, and it depends on each of us whether we will survive or not. I understand that consciousness will resist. That's the way it is arranged in us. We've been manipulated for too long, and we've been silent for too long. A life was created for us that reduced us to a point, and our actions and capabilities expanded to our family at most. Well, someone expanded them to a slightly bigger family, in some company or something else, right? Well, I mean, production or theatre where we work. We've been caring a little bit about our place of work or about our enterprise for those who have it, but no more than that. Whereas now, the time has come for us to become humans, to look at the problem reasonably, to make a mature decision and to start saving the whole world the way a human being should act, to take care of each and everyone, and most importantly, to take care of our planet, to take care of our home. But we are unable to do that. We haven't been taught this. Therefore, we'll have to learn everything on our own. Yes, there will be many problems, there will be many stones on this road, but if we have a higher goal, we will traverse this road. And we shouldn't rely on anyone without us. Yes, without you, my friend. We will not survive. That's a fact. And unfortunately, already a scientific fact, a substantiated and repeatedly verified one. What else can be said? In such a situation where we find ourselves as humanity, I can say just one thing. We should lay our hopes not even on God. After all, it's our choice. God has no right to interfere in our affairs. Yes, believers will now get indignant and say, God is Almighty, of course He's Almighty. He created the entire universe. But He gave us freedom, the freedom to choose whom to serve. Yet what have we chosen? We crucified Christ, we betrayed Prophet Muhammad, the best of people. Tell me, what good have we also done for God when we do not accept His messengers, when our heart breaks and tells us what to do, while we do as the devil whispers? 
Have we really been faithful to God? Have we been listening to Him? Or whom have we been listening to, friends? We shouldn't lay our hopes on God. He gave us the freedom of choice, and we chose what we chose. We can now lay hopes only on ourselves and each other. The time has come for everyone to support everyone else, to become one big human family, to become a civilization. Our survival, friends, is in unity. Remember that. Yes, we probably wanted to talk about many things. I'm sorry. It slipped out. As people say, it boiled over. So, friends, I'll be brief. Let's just become humans. Right? Everything is in our hands, and we can even save this world. We can build an Eden here. We can build the creative society. We can become humans and stop betraying each other, stop killing each other. We can start taking care of each other and loving one another. And the world will change. Then the Lord will rejoice, looking at us. Or we can simply remain toys in the hands of shaitan. But we are not satisfied with that, because we want to live, because we are people. That's the most important point. Friends, let's just start loving each other. Sorry for being straightforward and honest. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you too, friends. Peace be with you.